Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's go through your Slinger Sunday. And it's not very often that Slingers get you wet for rugby league, but obviously looking back at the rest of the weekend, you know, I was already primed, wet, ready to go. You know, six from six in the tipping now after those two games. I was four from four before it. I was feeling good. I was ready to go. I was pretty wet for some Slinger Sunday. And, you know, it was some pretty good games on this Sunday. The Dolphins v. the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, probably one of the best comebacks, if not the best comeback of NRL history. It probably is. I think it is. And I think it was announced that it is as well. I think it was equal to the biggest comeback uh, in NRL history with 26 points. So pretty cool there for the Dolphins. Obviously grabbing the win there. Uh, equal biggest comeback uh, in the Premiership history as they beat the Titans 28-26 to 26 on Sunday afternoon. Now, obviously, things looked grim for the Dolphins. I was thinking that I'd placed a bad omen on the Dolphins as well, watching that game in the first half. I was thinking, fuck, the Dolphins are about to get smoked. I'm not going to be uh, going for a perfect score here. Um, but, you know, they say, as I said, Big Les Forcea of Rugby League, uh, as an old urban legend that I'd heard, and obviously I love my urban legends, and usually urban legends are true and it looks like the Dolphins have proved me right here with a big comeback here, a big comeback. In the first half, the Dolphins only had 38% of the ball uh, and were outscored four tries to one, but in the second 40 minutes, the Titans had no answer for the energy and relentless attack. The game changed thanks to the impact of the Dolphins interchange. Mark Nichols running for 115 metres in addition to a try and Jared Wallace setting up a try, scoring a try and powering through 150 54 metres. Jared Wallace, probably the best game I've seen him play for a long while. It was almost like I was watching origin form Jared Wallace there uh, of those early days where Jared Wallace would come on uh, off the bench, you know, early 2017-18, I think it was, for the Queensland Maroons and just fucking go ballistic. That was really good form there for Jared Wallace. 154 metres, setting up a try, scoring a try. Awesome stuff there from Jared Wallace and Marky Nichols doing what he does every single week for the Dolphins running for a stack of meters, getting a stack of tackles. And look, it's just disappointing for the Titans. I mean, they had a really dominant first half. In the first half, they definitely were the better team. you got guys like Fodawaka running for 200 meters plus uh, and getting a stack of tackles for you. Tino having, having a big game, sorry. Uh, but I think it was just discipline. And the Titans, we saw this from them last year. We saw glimpses of it from them last year. Obviously, when they get big leads in games, then all of a sudden they lose. Well, they can't maintain, sorry, those wins and obviously let the other team come back into the contest. We've seen it from, from the Titans and it is pretty disappointing. It shows a little bit of a lack of discipline and it's something that the Titans definitely need to work on, you know, defending uh, when they have these big leads, you know, defending their asses off and, and trying to maintain these leads as well. Um, but yeah, look, it was pretty disappointing that second half there for the Titans. But if you look at the first half, I mean, super impressive. They completely dominated that first half. 62% of the ball as well and completing 18 from 27. 
sets uh, to lead 26-6 in the first half. I mean, you've got to be happy with that first half from the Gold Coast Titans. Definitely a lot of positives to take there. And you can see how well the Titans can play. AJ Brimson in that first half. I mean, he caused a lot of problems for that Dolphins defense. He ran for 192 meters and making three line breaks from fullback as well. Uh, and, you know, he nearly scored a winning try at the back end of that game as well. But just unfortunate uh, that, you know, that pass didn't go through to Cam Pereira because Cam Pereira would have been away. I think he probably should have kicked it, to be honest. If he kicked it and, you know, chased, he's probably one of the faster players in the NRL. Probably would have beaten Jermaine Asako uh, and Felice Cafusi was chasing him as well. Very, very close to coming back in this game, but the Dolphins did hold them out here. There's a lot of opportunities for the Titans to come back as well, but they weren't, you know, capitalizing on those opportunities. And look, unfortunately, the second half wasn't for them. There's also some worrying signs for the Dolphins as well. They have now conceded 122 points in their past four games, which is not good at all. I know they did win this game, and it's pretty impressive how they came out in the second half, but they've conceded 122 points in their past four games, something they definitely need to work on. And the Dolphins coach, Wayne Bennett, has won 12 of his past 13 games coaching against the Titans as well. So a bit of an omen bet to go for the Dolphins as well uh, in this game if you didn't go for them uh, and went for the Gold Coast Titans. Um, But yeah, look, I mean, pretty disappointing from the Titans in that second half. Pretty disappointing from the Dolphins in the first half as well. Don't forget, and conceding 122 points in the past four games, something they definitely need to work on going into next week. Uh, But look, good win by the Dolphins here. Disappointing from the Titans, something they need to work on is maintaining points and sort of, you know, maintaining the pressure in the games as well in the second half. Uh, Keep the pressure on and win games, I guess, is the the main takeaway for the Dolphins from this one. And the last game of Sunday was the Tigers v. the Manly Seagulls. The Tigers, so much more impressive than previous weeks. Super impressive, especially that first half. They were unbelievable. Awesome stuff there from the Tigers. Charlie Staines, I thought that Brandon Wakeham at six looked really impressive. Uh, they were gaining momentum a lot easier than previous weeks. They looked dangerous. Tom Travojevic, uh, obviously concerns that he left the field uh, late in the game with a groin injury. If it's as bad as Regan Campbell-Gillard's groin injury, he's probably going to be out for eight to 12 weeks, probably ruling him out of origin. If he isn't ruled out of origin already, I probably would rule him out of origin. I've said it in the previous podcast. I put a post out about it today and a reel about some of the guys you could see hop into that role. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, if he, as I said, if he isn't already you know, out for origin with this groin injury. I think they've got to rule him out. But Manly Seagulls, if they want to prolong his playing time this season, he can't play origin. I just don't... I can't... If he's fully fit... Sure, put him in there, but I just don't think they can risk it. I really don't. A lot of people love seeing Tom Travojevic in origin. He's one of the best players in origin when he does play and when he's fully fit. But unfortunately, he's not fully fit. It's the reality people got to see. And I know as a selfish fan, from a selfish fan's perspective, you know, you definitely want Tom Travojevic in that side. And no matter what's going on with him, you definitely wanted to see him. Definitely want to see him there, sorry, but, you know, he's not fully fit and I think that they've got to look elsewhere. And I think from Anthony Seabold's perspective, you want to prolong his playing time for Manly if they are looking to get into finals this season. But look, in terms of this game, as I said, Tigers a lot more impressive. It was a much closer game as well than previous weeks. Uh, the Manly Seagulls only just survived pretty much in that second half surge from the West Tigers as well. 22-16, to 16, very close. Tigers nearly came back in this one as well. As I said... It, 
for Sunday slingers for games that aren't usually very good on Sundays. This what these two games were fucking outstanding and very close as well. Love to see it. The Manly Seagulls made nine errors in the first half and were forced to make 206 tackles in the first half compared to the Tigers' four errors and 142 tackles. So both sides making errors in the first half. There was a lot of them in this game. Um, but yeah, look, Tigers keeping it close with the Manly Seagulls. And as I said, for a Tigers, from a Tigers perspective and looking at this game from a Tigers fan's perspective, I mean, there are a lot of good takeaways in this game. Keeping it close with a really strong Manly team. Now, obviously, I wasn't too happy that Dane Laurie was out of this game for the West Tigers and obviously putting a rookie in for him. But I thought that Jareem Buller... Now, I'm not taking back the fact that it's pretty disappointing that Dane Laurie isn't in this team because he did play reserve grade. He's not injured. Uh, he played 5-8-2 for reserve grade as well, if you want to take anything out of that. Um but yeah, Jareem Buller, I thought he was outstanding. He really stood tall in his debut. Ran for 166 metres, uh, 22 runs in that game as well. Three try-saving tackles on Tom Travojevic early in the second half as well. And, you know, we were talking about um, how he wasn't proven. I obviously hadn't seen him, so obviously he wasn't proven. But that Tom Travojevic might be able to score a few tries uh, against Jareem Buller and that the defence out the back there wouldn't be too good. But three try-saving tackles in this game from Jareem Buller. He had a really strong game for his debut, a really Really strong game. I wouldn't be surprised if they pick him again at fullback going into next week. I thought he was outstanding. Uh, Daly Cherry Evans as well. He scored four tries in the in four games against the West Tigers. Uh, and Daly Cherry Evans looking really solid in this game as well. He had a really, really good game. Abby Corusau and John Bateman racked up 73 tackles between them as well. Abby Corusau, I thought that's the best game I've seen from him this season as well. Uh, and particularly when the West Tigers were firing, he was looking really good in a main part of that. And John Bateman as well. You know, he had a few errors in this game, but I thought that overall he was quite solid. Uh, Josh Schuster was quiet in his return from the quad injury. And I think he redid his quad injury as well because he did uh, sort of start limping towards the back end of that game. So I'm not sure if he's going to be 100% for next week either. Either. You'd bloody hope he is. If Tom Trevojevic is out and Josh Schuster's out, it's going to be trouble for Manly. Uh, the West Tigers have lost their past six games at Campbelltown Stadium. And the Tigers have conceded 120 points in their past three games, so definitely something they need to work on as well. But overall, for the West Tigers, a really solid performance. Really impressed with them in this game and a lot of positive takeaways, uh, particularly without Adam Dewey as well, who's out for the rest of the season. And without Dane Laurie at fullback, I thought that was really really, really impressive. Fanua Pole as well. You know, not many people are talking about him after this game, but I thought that personally watching this one, he was really, really solid. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, super solid from the West Tigers. Really good to stay in this game from them. Jareem Buller, positive signs from him. A lot of people were screaming his name in terms of the raps that he had behind him, and he really showed that in this game. He really proved all the fans right in this game. I thought he was unreal for Noah Pole. Um, you know, John Bateman and Api Corusau were great for the West Tigers. Brandon Wakeham, I thought, was okay. Luke Brooks had some decent moments in this one. Uh, you know, if they keep playing the way they're playing in this game, they start racking wins. You know, they could be that side that does make ninth again. I don't think they'll make the top eight by any stretch, but that would be definitely one of those sides that just misses out if they keep playing the way they're playing, you know, against the West Tigers in this, like, sorry, against the Manly Seagulls. Uh, the way they played against the Manly Seagulls, if they keep playing that way, you know, they can start racking wins up on the board and it'll be really good to see for the West Tigers. It's something that we've been waiting to see for the past two years as 
you know, from Tigers fans' perspectives, you know, it's something that they've really been wanting to see. Tigers playing well. And I think fans of rugby league just want to see the Tigers play well as well. So uh, really impressive stuff from the Tigers. Manly just surviving in this one. Uh, really concerned, obviously, with Josh Schuster. Uh, and, you know, his fitness in this game was very quiet. He only had 15 passes and 21 receipts from 5'8", which is pretty disgusting from a 5'8". Um, so, you know, hopefully he's not injured. You know, I think he might be injured after this game as well. He was limping, as I said before. Um, but Tom Travojevic as well. I mean, you know, groin injury coming off the field in the 70, 70th minute. You know, if he's out for an extended period of time, Ruben Garrett goes to fullback. I don't think it's going to hurt them too much. I'd actually love to see Ruben Garrett at fullback again and, um, you know, see Cooper Johns at 5'8". I actually think that Manly played better with Cooper Johns at 5'8 as well. So, I mean, look, it'd be very interesting to see this week if, you know, uh, Josh Schuster is 100% going into this weekend because he did start limping on the field. And, um, you know, if Cooper Johns gets the six jersey as well, because 15 receipts, um, sorry, 21 receipts and 15 passes as a 5'8", you know, it's not really getting involved. And when Daly Cherry Evans is doing all the work, it does put a lot of pressure on him as well. So you want a half that can do equally, you know, as, as a... An equal amount, sorry, of work. Jesus couldn't speak then, but an equal amount of work to your halfback. And I think Cooper Johns is that guy. I think that Cooper Johns gets the shot at six this weekend. At least that's what I'd be doing if I was the Manly Seagulls. And even if Tom Travojevic is okay to play with this groin injury, I'd still be resting him and I'd be having Grubin Garrick at fullback just quietly. Uh, but yeah, look, really solid science from the West Tigers. Um, for Manly, you know, they've got a lot to think about going into this weekend and hopefully um, Tom Travojevic which isn't that bad of a groin injury. And uh, Josh Schuster is fit to play on this weekend and has a bit of bit more of a crack going into this weekend as well for the Manly Seagulls. Bye-bye. See you later.